Also looking forward to our next guest, Jerome Espinoza. He's with uh, 8 Grady's Performance Center. He's a golf instructor over there. He's a Class A PGA professional. And uh, Jerome, um, fascinating. Your sport, uh, you know, doesn't normally get into hard news, but everything that's evolved with this live tour and especially with Phil Mickelson uh, in the spotlight, uh, it's had people talking about a lot of things off the course, huh, Jerome? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, to be honest, Joe. I'm, I told you this earlier, but I'm excited about it. I think, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's creating a lot of excitement, energy, and people, I think, genuinely, people want to see what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, they no doubt genuinely want to see what is going to happen. What makes you excited about it? Uh, the, the debate or the opportunities that these players are, are going to um, be afforded? But also, uh, well, first of all, let me just ask you about that. What, what, what gets you excited about it? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think the PGA, I've heard a lot of guys, you know, on the PGA Tour um, really complaining about just the pay that they get, which they do. They get paid really, really well, but it's it's a lot different than all the other major sports. You know, they pay for their food, they pay for their travel. Yes, they do have insurance. I mean, uh, they do have um, retirement and that sort of stuff, but if you look at, like, a LeBron James, he never pays for travel, he never pays for food, he never pays for hotel, he doesn't pay for his trainers, like, all that sort of stuff. The PGA Tour guys, they all pay for that. They pay for their caddies. I mean, so they, they have a lot of out-of-pocket expenses, that people don't even realize. And yes, they, like I said, they do make a lot of money, but they have a lot of out-of-pocket expenses. And then, you know, also, I heard something like that, the, I thought it was like the 138 player on like the NBA roster makes more than one of like the guys in the top five. And so that's, that's the big argument that the tour members have always had. Like, we don't make as much money as like these guys in all these other leagues. And so the Saudi league is like, obviously comes out and they, they're offering them an absurd amount of money. So yeah, they're going to take it. They're going to take their shot. Okay. So now you're a PGA, uh, uh, pro, uh, you're a PGA, a class A PGA pro. Okay. Uh, the 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 P, w- the organization you are part of uh, it has nothing to do with the PGA Tour. Is that correct, uh, Jerome? No, they don't. The PGA of America is kind of for us, kind of worker bees. I kind of call us, you know, the ones that are running golf shops, running golf courses. They are a partner and affiliated with the PGA Tour, but we're not members of the PGA Tour. Um, and a lot of those guys, you know. Some local guys, Kent Jones and Noda and some of those guys, they can be a part of the PGA of America. That doesn't mean they have to or they are. So they're, they're kind of in bed together, but they're separate entities. Okay, so so you talked about the opportunities that this live tour is going to give some players, and and yeah, I mean we could get into it more about you know what if you're not in the top you know 100 players uh, throughout the course of the season, how much you know money you actually make, and then of course if you put it up against the other sports, you know I'm sure it pales in comparison, uh, you know in example after example. But uh, let me ask you this: Do you see how just this controversy could really be a negative for your sport uh, in, you know, the eyes of the consumer at all, or you don't worry about that at all? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily, I, again, I don't really see how it could be a negative. I think, you know, I think they're going to 
from what I've heard, there's going to be like 60 cameras on the golf course. You're going to, there's going to be mics everywhere. Um, I, you know, there's a team aspect to it. It's whatever that's debatable. Some people don't like that. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if they're going to argue about like Saudi money, but when you really get dig deep and start looking into, you know, the whole ethics of the Saudi money, I'm just going to tell you, there's a lot of people involved in different tours that I'm sure the money is no better than the Saudi money, if that's kind of the argument. I, I see what you're saying, um, and I and I was listening to your show on Saturday. By the way, uh, the Team Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa, uh, is sponsored by 8 Grady's Performance Center, runs Saturdays. Uh, between 10 and 11 here. You had David Muddit, uh, another PGA uh, professional, and you, you, the example he used is P- KPMG, which was the company that like completely stripped their sponsorship away from Phil Mickelson, is, actually has a lot of ties uh, to the Saudi tour. Is that, is that the kind of example you're talking about there, Jerome? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, RBC, who's like a banking company, you know, they dropped Dustin Johnson and I think Graham McDowell. But then I found an article, you know, the same day that said they're actually the bookkeepers for the for Saudi for some of the Saudi oil companies. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of the part that you're like, well, I get the outrage a little bit, but there's, I mean, you know, there's an Asian tour, there's a Japan tour. There's a Latin American tour. There's a lot of tours out there that people don't know about or pay attention to, but I don't know if they're just mad because the Saudis are, you know, giving these guys six figures. I mean, did you hear the offer that they gave Tiger Woods? It was like nearly a billion dollars. Interesting. No, I, I did not. I mean, the $125 million that Dustin Johnson got was impressive enough uh, for me, uh, Jerome. Yeah, they offered Tiger close to a billion. Jerome Espinoza with us on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, uh, he's on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline, and you hear him Saturday mornings, 10 to 11 a.m. on the 8 Grady's Golf Show here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, what have you made, uh, Jerome, about some of the, the back and forth? Because both uh, uh, representatives on both sides, guys that are siding with the tour and guys that are with uh, part of Live, have gotten uh, pretty contentious uh, with each other. Like Greg Norman's been throwing out uh, that guys are brainwashed, and you have just these comments back and forth with how serious this is i mean what 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 have you made of some of the comments well you know i from what i have heard and read greg norman had the idea for uh for the playoff the fedex that they have now and supposedly greg norman is mad because they stole it from him stole his idea used it put the fedex cup, cup playoffs together didn't give him any credit kind of threw him out the window so he was really mad and so that's why he's gone, you know, to the Saudis to create this tour. Cause he's like, I have some ideas. I know how to help these tour members. Um, you know, he played obviously for years and years and years. Um, and so, yeah, I could see why he's a little bit bugged about it. Um, you know, to go along with kind of that stuff is I know Phil Mickelson has been really mad because obviously Phil Mickelson hits like ridiculous shots, right? Whether it's a flop shot, whether it's crazy shots from the junk that he gets up and down with. He is not allowed to use that video coverage, like, on his Instagram feed or Twitter. Like, he'll get in trouble for that because it belongs to the tour. And so his argument is, like, that's my sh- – like, I hit the shot, and I can't even put it on my Instagram or Twitter. Um, so that's, that's part of the outrage, too. Like, the tour members can't use that stuff because the tour says it belongs to them. 
What about with the major championships? And we saw the statement from the USGA saying that guys that were already in the field, it wouldn't be right to take them out of the field because of the association with Liv. Do you think that they kind of set a template for the rest of the major championships moving forward to decide how how they want to handle this by kind of staying as neutral as possible? I would think so. The only one that I think may like not let them may be the PGA Championship because they're with the PGA of America. But if you look at the USGA, I mean, it's it's an open. So everybody in the entire world, regardless of who you are, what you do, can can qualify for that event. Uh, you know, the Masters, I don't know, they do whatever they are going to do. I would think that the Open Championship, you know, um, what we've always called the British, they're, they're worldwide. So I think they're going to let people play as well. Um, I, I just don't think that those two specifically, the USGA didn't shock me. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right because – you know, again, they're called a U.S. Open where anybody can go for it. So for them to say, oh, because you guys did this, it's going to set a bad precedent for them. No doubt about it. Uh, they were strong, uh, the USGA. I mean, they said yesterday regarding players who may choose to play in London this week, we simply asked ourselves this question. Should a player who had earned their way into the 2022 U.S. Open via our published field criteria be pulled out of the event uh, as, a res- as a result of a decision to play in another event? Ultimately, we decided they should not. That's the kind of way that, that golf is, Jerome. I was talking about it. Is is like you, you make a, a rule like that, and then you start deviating from it. It flies in the face of, like, Golf, because golf is another word for rule. I mean, the rules are important, Jerome. Yeah, no, absolutely they are. And like I said, the USJ obviously is like the governing body of rules. So, you know, they're, they're run by a ton of lawyers. So, you know, they probably thought, well, if we stop these guys, that's going to open up this can of worms of people are going to say, why'd you let that guy play? And why'd you let this guy play? And and I don't think they're in the business of doing that. All right, so th- this whole thing may be a lot to do about nothing. I mean, we're going to play from sound uh, some sound from Phil Mickelson here in a little bit. And, man, over the course of the four months, he was very well media trained, uh, Jerome. He was he was getting good advice from a lot of people, including his agent, Steve Loy, who happens to have gone to Sandia High School and Eastern New Mexico University, by the way. Uh, he's also the, uh, the uh, agent for John Rahm, so he's got a pretty good client list whatever it was over the course of these four months and you'll see the video of him answering questions in london uh he was really buttoned up and he knew what he was going to say so okay the the people just want to know how much it's going to affect these guys playing week in and week out on tv uh so we we know that the u.s open everybody's in okay um you think the open championship otherwise known as the british open everybody's going to be in because they'll follow the same guidelines you know the Masters is next year. The PGA is next year. What about this, the weekend uh, just events that are non-majors? D- I can't see uh, these these tournaments that we watch between the majors, uh, them being real hardline on these rules, especially when these guys are playing in other majors. Is that the way you look at it, Jerome? I don't know. I really think the Tour is going to put it to them. I, I mean, that's my 
Okay, so my, you think so you think educated, but yeah, I think, okay, so, I think the tour is not going to let them. Okay, so in other words, okay, after this, after the U.S. Open, these events, the rest of the year, uh, including like these FedEx Cup events, right? Uh, you think there's not going to be the ability for some of these guys to to play in those? You think the PGA Tour is going to come down on them? Is what you're saying? I do. I really think they do. I, I don't know if they're going to ban them. Um, I mean. They threaten to fine them. That's why they're all resigning, so they can't get fined, and they're not members of the tour. Um, but I, I don't think the tour is going to let them play. That's, I just don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to take a hard stance on it, and I think they're going to tell them, we told you guys you can't do this just because, to be honest, I think it's, it's going to be interesting because the tour is going to lose some certain some guys, um, and then I think it's going to be massive competition, and it's going to create – some issues for the tour. I mean, the, the Saudi league already went off after and gave two of the best amateurs in the world. They're in the event. If they start taking those amateurs, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be an issue for the tour. I really think it is. Okay. So, um, you mentioned some guys are resigning. Kevin knock comes to mind. Uh, one guy, Based on what he said in London, uh, is who's not going to resign is Phil Mickelson, and this this is going to get a little bit interesting if what you're saying is going to be the case where the the tour doesn't allow guys to play, but a guy like Mickelson is not resigning here, uh, Jerome. And by the way, we're talking to a Class A PGA professional, Jerome Espinosa. He's a golf instructor at Eight Grady's Performance Center. Here was Phil Mickelson uh, talking about this whole situation and him resigning from the PGA Tour. Do you feel you've got a future on the PGA Tour and? Do you even want one now? I have been a part of the tour for over 30 years, and I've had a lot of incredible memories that have been formed and experiences that I've shared, um, tournaments that I've won and been a part of, tournaments I've lost and been a part of. I also, uh, and I've gained a lot. I've received a lot from the PJ Tour. I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything the PJ Tour and the game of golf has provided for me and my family. Um, I've also worked really hard to contribute and try to build and add value to the Tour during my time there. And I worked really hard to earn a lifetime exemption. And... Um, I, I I I don't want to give that up. I don't believe I should have to. So there you go, Jerome. I mean, uh, whereas Nah is saying, "Hey, I don't want to word deal with all these fines and stuff." You, you got the biggest name player in this whole thing. I mean, uh, bigger name player than Dustin Johnson, who is obviously Jerome not going to go away uh, quietly. Yeah, no, and I don't think I don't feel Phil Mickelson has never been quiet about it, right? Like he, I think he's always fought. You've seen him in the U.S. Open smacked the ball around when he was mad about the whole location. Like, I just think he, that's who he is, and he's going to fight it and see what happens. And that's going to be, like, a big a big part of it. Because if, if he wins that, that's where the floodgates are going to open for the tour. And guys, you know, are going to say, well, we can play them both. But, yeah, I mean, that doesn't shock me because Phil has had such a long career and legacy in, on the tour. He's going to, I think he's just going to take it head on and see what happens. 
Well, um, I'm sure you guys are going to be talking about this on Saturday morning. Uh, David Muddit, I think, is going to join you on Saturday morning as well. You'll continue your conversation. Uh, you have any guests lined up for Saturday as well on the Team Golf Show, sponsored by 8 Grady's Performance Center there, Jerome? Yeah, we'll have Anthony Wright, the superintendent for Albuquerque Country Club, you know, ask him some, some stuff of what goes on at golf courses because a lot of people don't see those guys. They're kind of, you know, the hidden the hidden hero of the golf course right they're there in the morning and they're gone before a lot of people are even started playing or done playing so you know we'll we'll go over some course maintenance stuff with anthony wright looking forward to that jerome yeah nobody uh that those guys are never appreciated as much as they should be right jerome i mean no, uh, and they get yelled at a lot <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you know a lot of that is from guys frustrated with their own game, but you got to blame it on somebody, I guess. Jerome will yep. tune in on Saturday morning, uh, ten a.m. for the the team golf show, uh, sponsored by Eight Grady's Performance Center with Jerome Espinosa, Class A PGA professional. Uh, Jerome Espinosa. All right, we've got uh, much more, including NBA stuff, more talk on this as well. You're listening to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, The Team.